In mid-December, for seven days, all long-standing beefs shall be suspended. Grudges are dropped and quarrels verboten. Cross-dressing is now mandated. Cats and dogs now share studio apartments in the city. Welcome, all, to Saturnalia and the 3rd century Roman Empire. Today, Undead to Me, this is where we begin our journey to the upside down of winter solstice, yule logs, druids, and how to bring back the telling of ghost stories on Christmas Eve. There will also be stories from some people that shared ghosty type stories with me, like Megan Gannon, who I recently interviewed for the last episode of Dead to Me. The Kings Park Psych Center, which was this abandoned um, mental hospital, which of course then became like a place where you could find local goths on MySpace who would give you a tour. <laughs> Hand of God, local goths in MySpace, gold. But first, back to the beginning. Humorist Jerome K. Jerome, yes, that's his name, wrote in 1891 collection titled Told After Supper that not only do ghosts themselves always walk on Christmas Eve, but live people always sit and talk about them on Christmas Eve. Whenever five or six English-speaking people meet round a fire on Christmas Eve, they start telling each other's ghost stories. Nothing satisfies us on Christmas Eve but to hear each other tell authentic anecdotes about specters. It is a genial, festive season, and we love to muse upon graves and dead bodies, murders, and blood. Uh, 100%. Victorians are well known for their chronic melancholy, corpse medicine, death photography, and baby farms. Think of Dickens. I mean, yeesh. But you have to go back further to sort of understand where the tradition of telling ghost stories around Christmas time came from. So I mentioned Saturnalia. It was held to honor. Saturnus, who was the Roman god of agriculture and harvest. And it truly was a suspension of discipline and a sort of reversal of societal norm. Masters and servants changed places. Grudges and quarrels were forgiven and wars were actually set aside and postponed and people engaged in carnival-like ceremonies. Honestly, it was kind of like a Festivus in reverse. It was a time of celebration of harvest, which is, of course, a recurring theme throughout history. And so the popularity of Saturnalia continued into the 3rd and 4th century AD. But the Roman Empire became the Holy Roman Empire. Um, yeah, that kind of went away. So Saturnalia was absorbed into Christian tradition, more along the lines of what you would think of in the way of New Year's Eve celebrations. But things really get their legs under them when we come to the winter solstice, which happens to be today. It's the shortest day of the year and a turning point, the equinox. You can go online right now and watch a live feed from Stonehenge, noted druid site, Astronomical Wonder, 
and watch the sunset tonight. Solstice was celebrated way before Christianity plopped down in Britain and Druids or Celtic priests would cut mistletoe that grew on the oak tree and give it as a blessing. Oaks were sacred and the mistletoe was a so-called uh, winter fruit. It was a symbol of life in dark winter months. And so this makes sense in the hanging of boughs and Christmas trees and things like that. Dragging the evergreens into your home for the dark winter months was super popular. But how does all of this trace back to the tradition of telling ghost stories? I mean, it is a part of solstice because it's thought that much like you know, Halloween is thought to be a turning point, a pagan festival where the veil, so to speak, between the living and the dead world is thinner. And so Christmas is connected to the Celtic celebration of Yule. And the pagans are well known for enjoying their various festivals. So the Yule Festival was basically this belief that the Celts slash Druids had that, that the sun stood still for 12 days in the middle of winter. And during that time, a log was lit to conquer the darkness, banish evil spirits, and it was also considered good luck for the new year. So here's a few ghost stories that people shared with me that is part of my ongoing effort to continue to keep things incredibly creepy throughout this most blessed time of year. So Aaliyah shared with me on Twitter this very creepy story that um, from her experience and so I'm just gonna read from her list of from her thread of tweets and so Aaliyah writes me, she said, I was asleep in my old bedroom on the third floor and I woke up out of a dead sleep and saw a man standing on the stairs looking at me. He looked like he had on a cloak, but at the time I thought it was my dad with a blanket around his shoulders for some reason. Anyway, she goes on, he didn't say anything. So I asked, dad, what are you doing? And the man said, I can't find the light. And I turned my head away, pointed, and I said, it's right there. And then when Aaliyah looked back, he was gone. Her heart dropped. She raced down the stairs, thinking that her dad had died and couldn't find the light. But thankfully, she found him sound asleep and very confused when she shook him awake. And then it hit her. She had just seen and spoken to an actual ghost. So she follows up by telling me about the house. It was built over 125 years ago. And she says, as kids, we heard all kinds of things. But she remembers the sound of a ball bouncing down the stairs all the time. And she said she, said she has lucid dreams in that third floor room and that they were terrifying. And as a gal who myself grew up in a supposedly haunted farmhouse in the middle of Iowa, I say to Aaliyah, thank you so much for sharing your 
scary ass story. I did not have any interactions with any ghosties, but damn girl, that is really creepy. Thanks. Next up from Bright Side of Life says, I lived in a haunted farmhouse during my teens. My upstairs radio, which I kept in the bathroom, would turn itself on. It was unplugged and had no batteries. Thank you, Bright Side of Life, for sharing that little slice of yikes. And Twitter pal Cindy Boxer shared a really creepy photo. So Cindy says, ooh, I have a photo of a ghost from my old grocery store. The store sits on a site where many, many battles happen between settlers and natives. A ghost appeared in a random photo a girl was taking in the kitchen. But I have no stories of said ghost, just the appearance. It's full body goosebumps to every person who sees it. It's real. I was there when she took it. And this is important. She adds, with an iPhone 3, the photo was taken with an iPhone 3 probably. And she also says the girl who took it wasn't so bright. But Cindy's certain she couldn't figure out how to do that on her iPhone nine years ago. And I say fair play because I still don't know how to run my iPhone. I mean, I don't know. I'll post that picture though. Thanks, Cindy. And then of course the gals over at A Date with Dateline suggested that I watch Bly Manor. Um, and it's based on A Turn of the Screw, which is, oops, standby, who's this? Hello? This is an urgent message for the vehicle owner. We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. You should have received something in the mail about your car's extended warranty. Since we have not gotten a response, we are giving you a final courtesy call before we close out your file. Press 2 to be removed. Press 1 to speak. Okay, so I don't have a car. Um, I live in Manhattan. So anyway, talk about ghost stories. Has anybody else been getting all of these weird calls about various warranties and healthcare whatnots and doodads anyway to follow up before i was so rudely interrupted thank you date with dateline as always for sharing a little bit of hot knowledge about bly manor i will check it out because turn of the screw is a really awesome creepy christmas time ghost story and so i just want to round it out by going back to Megan and her excellent story. Um, yeah, I guess we did that. We had the, what's it called? The Kings Park Psych Center, which was this abandoned um, mental hospital, which of course then became like a place where you could find local goths on MySpace who would give you a tour. <laughs> um I never did it, but I knew some people who, did, I, I was too much of a baby, um, but I knew some people who went with, you know, the, the local teen tour guide who would take them to take pictures of themselves in the morgue or something really creepy and upsetting like that. Um, uh, but no, I never did that. Me and my friends used to just drive down this one scary road called Sweet Hollow Road. Um, I, to my knowledge, the only thing that made it scary was the fact that it had no streetlights, which is just, I think, yeah, my suburbia showing where it's like, oh, no, there's no lights on this one mile stretch of road. <laughs> um, and 
Yeah, actually, I was trying to look up like what the actual legend was there, and I think it was just like there was like a ghost cop, so who would pull you over, and uh, you know, he he turned around and he'd have like gunshot wound in the back of his head or something. I don't know. I think that story just leaves you with like solid advice, maybe not to like drive to a strip mall or like a well-lit parking lot if you're getting pulled over or something in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) You know, we used to drive down roads when I was in high school in a car packed with high school kids, teenagers, and shut the lights off. But I, for one, think that we should really start doing the old ghost story thing again, especially in 2020, which could possibly be With a couple exceptions, one of the worst years uh, ever, I don't know, of a generation, potentially. But you know what? Here's the good news. It's almost over. That's it. That's the good news. (laughs) Whatever you celebrate, whatever holiday or not holiday, be safe, wear a mask. You know what? Do a solid and subscribe to the podcast. I'm looking at other formats and other things to talk about and branching out. So I would love to hear from you, Andy at andycopsa.com or on Twitter at andycopsa. I mean, I'm elsewhere too, but you know, use the Google machine. And thank you to everybody who shared their stories. Megan, Aaliyah, Brightside, Cindy Boxer, and of course, K&K. So have a great Christmas slash Saturnalia slash Yule. Oh, and by the way, my direct messages on my Twitter are open. So you can slide on in if you have any ghosty stories you want to share at Andy Copsa.